Welcome to the fourth season of Pop Culture Elevator. You might get off on the wrong floor, but it'll still be the right one. I'm Danny. And I'm Mark. We're going to follow the rabbit down some deeper holes, and we might just make it to Wonderland. That's the adventure we're looking for. We will deep dive into some newer films, but also take a look at some of our older favorites. No movie is too big or too small for us to handle, and hey, we'll even have time to talk about film news and our favorite celebrities. That's why we're the hosts of Pop Culture Elevator. And passengers, we'd love for you to message us. So if you'd like to, you can reach us at a few different places. Our email is popcultureelevator at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is PCE Podcast. Instagram is at popcultureelevator. Facebook is facebook.com slash popcultureelevator. When Mark and I talk about pop culture, we have a hard time censoring ourselves. So there are spoilers. Some of these spoilers are many years old and some only a few days old. We just want you to know what you're getting into. So if you haven't seen the movie we were talking about, you might want to pause this and watch said film. This is your spoiler warning. All right, passengers, welcome back to another episode of Pop Culture Elevator. That's right. Today's episode of season four is episode 19. And today we are talking about Thor, Love and Thunder. All right, I'm I'm excited. Uh, I just I just watched this today, so talking about it, it's fresh on my mind. Oh, you're so lucky! I wish I had the fresh watch on. Um, yeah, it's you know, Taika Waititi coming back to do a sequel uh, yes. to Ragnarok, basically. Um, and it's it's basically uh, directly after, um, directly after Endgame. Yeah, uh, I say directly after. We don't we're not really told how long Thor stays with the guardians of the galaxy but uh it seems like it's a little bit of time yeah it's been at least a couple of years for like jane to have progressed you think it's you think it's a few years just at least one like think, for her to progress so badly i mean she said she got told six months before that she had cancer yeah so that's minimum six months plus however much time right, she's but been doing this so he i didn't at least a year but he didn't really know jane because remember, he says they haven't been together for eight years. So we'd have to goes, figure out the chron- chronology. She says, how long has it been? He's like, she's like, what, like four years? He's like, eight years, six months. Four so we do years. know how long it's been. We know how long it's been since they've been together, since they've seen each other. But I mean, Thor hasn't seen Jane since uh, the Dark World. Yeah. So chronological you'd have to go back and look at all of them yeah we really day. gotta look at that oh my gosh that's a can of worms question right but there. how long he's been with the gardens but the i would say minimum a year you think a year i, I was thinking something of her like a, being yeah of her like being thor and like you oh, know oh having you think been you think diagnosed she uh okay so you think i'm trying to get this Sorry, right in my head. being diagnosed like a year ago okay but you think that she has been mighty thor for longer than just a few days well yeah because she when um valkyrie comes in it's like she's used to battling with her already maybe yeah you might be right i was i don't know why i assumed it was a couple of days it did well it it makes it seem like that but now that i'm thinking about it now that we've kind of posed the question it could be a little longer i think it's a little like yeah maybe even if she only had it a week she could have gotten into some epic adventures maybe that there okay there's a few things about this movie going in there's a few things about this movie that i can i can complain about 
and passing of time is one of the parts of the movie I can complain about. And I, yeah. I hearken that to kind of bad pacing as well. Yes, everyone um, is trying to speed through their movies, right? Lately, doesn't that feel that way? Like yes. lately, it feels like movies like jump really fast, and yeah, it's 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 not a terrible thing, but like, yeah, I love that I'm getting so much content, but we could focus and enjoy, like smell the or, roses too. Or alternatively, you could also just give us like six months later. You know, yeah, I don't know, exactly. Something but you like, know me, I'm all like, about it. If you got a four-hour movie here, make it a four-hour well, movie. Look, all, the, <laughs> all the Marvel movies lately have been, I mean, before this at least, before the new phase, all the Marvel movies were like three hours long. Yeah, I love uh, it. But this is an hour and 59 minutes long. It's shy of two hours uh, with the credits. And uh, let's see, Doctor Strange was like two hours too. Um, so... <sighs> It's, it's what I'm saying is uh, they're really like, maybe they just feel like they're, they're outstaying their welcome lately. And so they're like, yeah, hey, well, I do. I think that it has to do with, uh, for one, okay, like, can we agree that Thor is more, uh, was like for the masses, like not like people, like people, like everyone knows who Thor is, right? Thor, and not Thor necessarily is- if you were in the, like, like in the comics, like sure. he's not a front man so right and i feel like they, they did the same thing with dr strange is that he was he's known like crazy now uh but not a lot of people knew him before so now they're kind of like oh should we attest this time limit with the people that are not necessarily like all into the lore they just go for the character that they like sure. it makes sense but i mean here we are okay let's let's bring this up uh-huh um because this probably needs to be said and, cool. and this probably needs to be talked about a little bit because I've, sure. I've read these complaints online uh-huh. um, that Marvel phase four is, is kind of aimless, uh, especially when we went through 10 years of Marvel movies to get to uh, Thanos. Everyone yeah. is just clambering, clam, clamoring, clamoring, chomping, yeah. <laughs> chomping at the bit for this new big bad. Who's Chomp the big hammering. bad going to be? Who's, who's, <laughs> who's, who's wanting to, who's going to be this big bad guy that everyone's going to have to come together yes. and get? Well, and they keep and I, teasing him. And then, well, they tease things, right? We, but we've been told, basically, because Loki told us uh, Kang the Conqueror yeah. is here. And, and we know this is going to be a big thing. But is Kang the Conqueror only going to be TV series centric? Because we all thought Loki oh. was going to pop up in Madness of Multiverse because it was talking about the multiverse. And Loki was the first time we went into the multiverse. Yeah. Uh, so what what's happening here what are we getting and so a lot of people are kind of like okay it feels it does feel a little aimless it feels like the tv shows are either either they're not part of the movie series or they are part of the movie series but there's no like in between although i'd argue because um i was watching the opening uh the opening thing for marvel you know, yeah. they bring up the thing and they show all the people and they do their thing, which I did love. I liked, I liked I loved that they the change made it up on this one. Me too. Yeah, that was really nice. The little song they did, you know, it was, it was cool. But, I um, could have used the volume pumped up a little more though. Oh, did you? Okay, all right. That's another thing. Keep that in your forefront of your mind. Keep that okay. in the forefront of your mind, okay? So um, they showed uh, Moon Knight and um, and Miss Marvel in the scrawl. Oh, wow. And so I was like, okay, so obviously these are part of the Marvel canon. It's not like it's like, oh, this this one's not part and this one is part and this one's, it's not like they're doing it at all. Huh. It's, all it's all part of the canon. So I really feel like we should really re- reel it in and be like, 
the movies and the TV shows because Multiverse of Madness had Wanda, right? Yeah. And we knew that Wanda, but it didn't even mention anything about Vision except for I Viz hated a, that Viz had a theory of the of the multiverse. Yeah, that was the right. only line the whole but movie. We didn't even see a blip about White Vision, which is supposed to come back, and we already know that WandaVision that is he's not, around. Yeah, and WandaVision is not getting a sequel. We're not getting another WandaVision series. So uh-huh. where does that end up? And then of course they they quote unquote kill Wanda at the end of uh, multiverse. Uh, I say quote unquote because we don't yeah. see her die. It's the and same. And plus, thing. I feel like she's like Phoenix. Even if, if you smash yeah, her to bitch, she'll she come can back. come back. So, but this is where I'm going with this: is that uh, it feels aimless in that way. But I also want to bring up the fact that even though it does feel aimless, remember that we are basically getting over this huge deal that just happened. Like if we were in real time and all this stuff, the blip and all that stuff, like freaking Thor is trying to figure out who he is. And then he gets hit with this other big thing like, oh, Jane has cancer and now she's a lady Thor. Like these are big things that are happening. Although, and I would have liked to, I really would have liked to see more of that. Like it could have been a two and a half hour movie and I would have been been fine with it. One of those movies lately where, you know, like a lot of the movies I've been watching, I've been like cut 20 minutes. This is like add 30 minutes, please. I would like more of this. But um, and Taika Waititi did already say we need then, we need a choose your own length feature. Yeah, like you well, want to get the hell out, fine. And we'll roll the credits, and everyone who wants, you know, because we all stay for the post credits. I would totally stay for people to like see their own version. Supposedly, <laughs> supposedly there was like a three hour cut of this movie, and they and they cut it down. But Taika says straight up, like he's like, I don't believe in director's cuts. Like I don't want to see a Thor: Love and Thunder extended cut because i cut those for a reason which i if you know what if a director straight up tells you that and he's being serious about it i'm all for it it. yeah but Um, if you have more that doesn't affect the cohesiveness in fact adds to the plot i say release it in an extended cut now it's not allowed or at least as deleted scenes yeah at least allow the deleted scenes to be in there or alternatively you could just say, here's here's on the DVD, here's a button that says, add the deleted scenes back in. Exactly. They I was just going to gonna say, how many times I've watched the deleted scenes in these movies, and I'm like, why did they take that out? Well, remember when they used to do that on some DVDs? Like yes, DVDs. of course. Watch they, with deleted scenes. They haven't scenes. done it in a long time, but it's been the, not just watch the deleted scenes, watch the movie with the deleted scenes back in we need to make that hashtag it's, release I, the I deleted scenes like, or like release the deleted <laughs> scene cut i don't know like yeah. put them back in and let me see that or like and i guess that's extended cut but i mean it should be easy to just be like oh here's the cut yeah, of the well movie. extended cut means that all the rendering is done too but like i'm ta- i'm down you're to okay watch if it's got the like stick the, figure sure uh what do you call them the the, the, the sketch the, the the um the frame by now that you know i teach this at school it's part of my thing <laughs> the storyboard thank you i i'm totally fine to watch a storyboard presentation sure. uh, like but, with just cheap like shapes moving around yeah. graphics as long as it adds like I'll, I I, that's all i care about i don't necessarily want that in the movie itself but like no, i'd be okay that. if like the uh steel book of um come on uh event horizon coming out oh. if, if that had the um vhs like you know how they have the VHS copy of the director's cut? If they yeah. just put the really crappy VHS scenes in the parts where they're supposed to yes. be, like I'd be totally okay with that. So yeah, of course. Um, but I digress. 
um this but in the day age and day and age of the internet and like blu-rays and it's like you should totally be hooked up to the internet for this they should be able to update us like if they have that and they decide to release it they should like like anyone who bought this steelbook gets those scenes right as a download or something remember what they used to do with blu-rays where it used to be like timed exclusive features yes so your blu-ray player was connected to the internet which it is anyway nowadays yeah. But um, you could like do timed exclusive where it's like, oh, here's some deleted scenes that you aren't going to be able to see in six months. So you better watch them now because they'll yes. never be back on this this DVD again. It's like DLC kind of. Yeah. Heck, I might even pay an extra dollar or two for the DLC director's cut that that hooks on to my movie. Uh, if it's the Event Horizon, I would totally pay like <laughs> too. 20 bucks. <laughs> but what I'm saying is like kind of DLC, like they don't, I don't want that. Don't do that studios. But I mean, if they did, if they were like, Oh, you already bought this? Instead of double dipping for a new DVD, mm-hmm. uh, if they were like pay two dollars extra or five dollars extra for Ooh. the director's cut, and then you know I'm not double dipping, I'm keeping yeah. the original disc, and it just adds on, or it's just a digital copy that adds on for like three bucks. It would have to be a digital copy because it's not like the machine burns to sure. disc or anything. I'm not saying yeah. that, I'm just saying it has to be connected. But it would be a really great idea. But, but you know what I'm saying. Of course. But anyway. Um, I got way off topic and I think I was coming back. Let me reel it back a little bit. <laughs> We're talking uh, about the deleted scenes. No, I, I was going hey, actually cut. just going over to the fact that I think that all the movies, um, as regardless of them being aimless right now. Yes. Um, the season it does four, seem like that. Uh, I also want to bring up the fact that this is a, a whole new uh, ball game and we're basically yeah. resetting characters and not only resetting characters, but introducing new ones. And they weren't really, it took us six years to find out who the big bad was since Iron Man came out. It took six years of movies. So yeah. I'm, a, I'm not saying I want six years of movies until we find out who this big bad is. I mean, that would be ridiculous yeah. at this point. Um, but yeah, especially since we're in the deeper end. They're resetting the universe. They're giving us brand new characters. I haven't even caught up to everything. I haven't watched Moon Knight or Miss Marvel yet. Uh, um, what? That's out? Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, see, I'm that behind where I was like, okay, I'm going to watch all the Moon Nights and then Moon Knight happened and I was like, shit, I got to get to that. And then Miss Marvel started and I was like, stop, just give me yeah. like, let me breathe. I don't have time for this. Yeah. Um, but but that's where I am is I'm like, I want them to be more focused, but I don't, I, I do understand not needing to be in the first year after or two years, I say two years. I mean, we had that big gap of movies. But I don't need it to be as aimed as, say, Thanos was right now. Well, but cool- I mean, in the next couple movies or TV shows, they're going to have to give us something. I need to know more yeah. about It's been too long since we've heard from Kang. Uh, and it's been, it, it's, and we're hearing so many hints and, um, and, and, and fake outs from Fantastic Four and um, Doctor Doom maybe being the bad guy or the antagonist yeah. for Wakanda forever. Although I mm-hmm. did saw, I saw Wakanda forever uh, stand up in the um, theater today. And I was like, oh crap, well, that's close. Yeah. Where's my it's trailer? Close. Yeah, where? where? Um, anyway, uh, the, 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 my point being is that uh, this, this movie was too short. <laughs> Definitely. And that, it felt, uh, I guess, with the aimless point, the first third of the movie's pacing was really weird. Yeah. Um, and that Definitely. has to do with the passage of time. And it has to do with the focus. 
because they were trying to show us Jane. They were trying to so- show us Thor. They were trying to show us Korg. Uh-huh. Um, and it's like... A whole bunch of characters we really want to see. Right. But again, an extra 30 minutes might have helped the movie a little bit. Not saying that the movie was bad. It just... I- I honestly think that this could have dealt with 45 to an hour more, dude. Like uh, I could have because, been okay with that. I'm just yeah. saying a half hour would have would have made the movie maybe go from like a jail like together. A, a 90 to a to a to a 98 95. or hundred. Yeah, know, whatever, totally. whatever. It could have it could have helped it. That's all I'm saying. Um yeah. well that's why I think we were talking earlier that the the you know my opinion of Ragnarok is that it's still a little better than this movie. It is, but that's why it gets like a 95, and you know, I can't give a hundred percent to it because it's not like Shawshank or something like that but uh but because the plot is more cohesive Ragnarok still reigns right Uh, but I enjoyed the heck out of this movie I mean uh oh my gosh what's Christian Bale's character's name Uh, or the god butcher gore he was menacing he was so convincing and hilarious at times like you know when he uh, goes whole, to see the, the children puppet. yeah and he rips the worms head off it i dude i was laughing so hard um, even though it's like so demented that's my humor not uh, enough gore is my yeah problem. there was not enough gore he's so good christian bale is so damn good as gore the god butcher he is so convincing like you said he he kills it they, he absolutely kills it and he's one of the best bad guys since Killmonger and uh, yeah. but we do not get enough of him not at like all. he's on the screen for this two hour movie he's on the screen maybe 15 minutes yeah maybe yeah um, definitely it uses it relies okay it relies a little too much on its comedy which I did not mind because I think when I think of Thor, I kind of think more comedic. I'm thinking they're going to be more bro comedy, especially now that they're uh, lined up with the uh, <laughs> Tracker's Guide of the Galaxy, the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> um, they were okay. And that's another thing with the Guardians of the Galaxy. It almost felt like Taiga didn't know how to direct uh, the Guardians. Um, so like, Chris Starlord, Chris Pratt, Starlord kind of came off a little different. They all came off a little differently, right? A little different than their than when James Gunn directs them. And yes. um he should have called him in as a consultant for just right or you know, scenes. like he just didn't write them like I would write like Starlord would say the speech he says to, to okay, you know what? This yeah, is I agree. Des- it's it's not what, it's how. This is how I'll describe that scene. All the scenes with the Guardians of the Galaxy felt like they were told if Thor was telling the story of what they did. Well, yeah, and and I I think that's kind of what is going on here. So I Maybe, think that's the point, but I don't know. It just it just made it come off a little because it rides the line, like, oh, you're the watcher, you're the one you know, listening to this story, like, play out or watching this story play out. Well, and Korg and was telling the line of who's the perspective. Is it Thor's or is it somebody else's perspective? And Korg I mean, was that's, telling the that's story. That's kind of why it doesn't quite gel so but well. It's weird. Like, okay. I don't... So, at one point, Korg is like, and he's just waiting around to be said, hey, Thor, we're not going to win this without you. 
And then all of a sudden, uh-huh. Star Lord comes up and he's like, "Thor, we need you. We're not going to win this without you." Um, which, yes, I think that Star Lord would be humble enough to say, "Hey, dude, we need you." Yeah. Um, but at the same time, at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy, they were at heads with each other. They were butting heads. Um, or, I'm sorry, at the end of uh, Endgame, they were kind of butting heads with each other. And I, I kind of feel like uh, in this movie, it was like, oh, we need him. And then all of a sudden they don't need him. And it just, it felt very jarring to me in that. Cause it felt like, oh, we want this guy. Like even like at one point, uh, Thor rips off his poncho and he's like, uh, you know, I'm, you know, I'm coming to get you basically as this like, like speech and, and Star-Lord's like, uh, oh, this is the best part. This is the best part. And then Thor says his catchphrase and he's this like, yeah, yeah, this ends here. And he's like super excited about it. And then like, all of a sudden it's like, Thor's like, Hey, I gotta, I think I gotta go on my own. And, and, and Star-Lord's like, okay, peace out. It's like, I don't know. It just felt very, um, you know, like snap. Yeah. Yeah. Abrupt. Um, abrupt yeah. Uh, which is fine. I don't, I, I didn't feel like the gardens of the galaxy needed to be in this movie that much. Uh, I'm glad that they got the little bit of time they got. Uh, it makes me excited to see where they may go um, in their own volume three. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I guess maybe probably volume three will pick up. And I think I heard that um, I think I heard that volume three uh, has uh, Chris Hemsworth in it. So it might like do some like extra scenes in the beginning and then have them drop them off and leave, which would be kind of cool. That would be cool. But anyway, uh, yeah, that was a little abrupt. It was a little uh, jarring. The Guardians didn't come off as the Guardians normally do. Um, I felt also like those blue people, the leader of the blue people was someone famous and I couldn't figure it out. Oh, dang it. No, I already forgot. I've already, I forgot. Was it was. someone famous? I can't remember. Uh, anyway. I, I, oh, no, I don't know. I don't know who it was. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, I'd see if I can't see if that was somebody famous. No. I didn't, I didn't know if it was or not. And I, and I'm on, I'm on, I, ugh. I'm on IMDb and it's not like I'm, I'm going to remember this freaking dude's name. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, um, one of the magical things that came from that scene where he saves all their people are the goats. And I have to give credit where credit is due because that noise was God awful on first exposure or like, you know, presentation. And as the goats went on, it became hilarious. And I couldn't wait to hear that stupid screaming that they do and uh i just thought it was hilarious and i i think that's just like movie magic that the watiti totally can like perform right there the goats were funny i definitely i i definitely agree with you uh when when especially when they land on the shadow planet yeah totally which is also an amazing scene like straight up but mm-hmm. uh, we could talk about that in a little bit oh it was so great so yeah very, um very uh old school samurai black and white beautiful it yeah it's really cool looking and I, I just love that it's so appropriate because since it's the shadow realm it's like sucking all the color off of like everything that doesn't like create its own energy yeah and uh so it's so cool how it transitions transitions to the shadow realm or galaxy and uh 
with the noir uh transition it was just so amazing i just thought like oh this isn't for some dramatic effect or to be retro for the sake of being retro mm -hmm. it is actually appropriate that the light or the color goes away in this setting i just i it was wonderful it was couldn't wonderful. get over that yeah i thought it was so cool um let's see what else did i want to talk about starting off here um i say starting off we've been on this for like what 20 minutes now uh <laughs> it, it Okay, so Let's we talked about started around here. I think we talked about some of the stuff that we didn't really care for. Uh, you know, there wasn't enough gore, the god butcher, not gore like the blood. Um, yeah, yeah. There. Let's see what else. What else? We talked about the pacing was a little off. Let's just talk about some of the stuff we enjoyed because I think those are the big uh, things. Is that there's the pacing and, and all that. I um. I I heard a lot of people talking about how they the this film wasn't for them because they felt it was uh using comedy too much which we kind of touched upon but they also felt like um thor wasn't serious enough and that uh jane wasn't uh jane like and all that and i i want to bring up that because as i was watching it i kind of thought that for a minute M mjolnir changes jane she becomes broy when she becomes mighty thor um and I'm okay with that. I kind of like that little change, but she does. She becomes total Thor-like whenever she is mighty Thor. And when she changes back into Jane, she's back to normal Jane. Yeah. Also, uh, big, big shout out to uh, Kat Dennings making a cameo in this. Yeah, way. of course. Was very happy about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I liked, uh, I liked Jane again. I could have used more Jane in this movie. Uh, like more tag teaming or uh, more of an expose of the battles that I imagine happened uh -huh. before Thor found out she was also Thor uh -huh. um, to make that Tessa Thompson scene make a little more sense. Um, but yeah, I, I love them as characters and I just let's see what else did I like about that? Uh, oh, uh, the soundtrack of this oh, movie is just my dream come true absolutely what? perfect <laughs> like in my regards what was the song uh that the, the kids are fighting in at the end uh oh, that was that november rain no. in uh thor love and thunder i had to think about how to say what i was trying to type Oh, here we go. All the songs featured on the soundtrack. I guess it's November Rain. You're right. It is November Rain. It is, it is November Rain. Uh, fantastic fight scene, by the way. It yeah, is. amazing. And also, like, for the kids, this is epic. Like, to see this on screen, like, the kids get the power of Thor for limited time only. Um, that was funny. That, that was, was funny. so cool. Uh, I, mean, oh a bit, I love it he's funny he's funny in this movie right because thor is yeah, just he's funny. a goofball and i don't i'm not saying anything bad about thor I it's, get it's it. hard for other people to live up to that humor because uh the pace like earlier pace i think that's the problem is the pacing's too quick for the delivery delivery of these jokes and so we get to his scenes that are perfectly paced for him and the humor works a lot better yeah because he, they're not trying to impose that humor 
on so many other characters that it doesn't really quite fit with. Right. And uh, but yeah, like exactly, he does for a little bit of time only, and it's hilarious. He does oh, so many other things on his own, and he's hilarious. But as soon as you try to involve guardians or yeah, uh, maybe uh, the like the Korg, uh, Valkyrie, and Lady Thor all in one room. That was a little bit harder to get through too, but it's because they're all doing this like real quick. I'm gonna tell a quick story real quick. Uh, yeah, um, you know, and it's gonna be funny. Yeah, the chord does, and uh, like, and Taiko Atiti is famous for that dialogue. Yeah, but it doesn't work with every character. No, um, this is from the movies I have seen of Taiko Atiti's. And this is saying this isn't saying a lot because Taika Waititi is just a fantastic director. Yeah. Um, this is one of his weaker films, and again, that's not saying a ton because all yeah, his films exactly. are that's pretty like, strong. Yeah. Um, but if if, <laughs> I, if someone were like, "What's is this one of your favorites?" I'd say it's probably not one of my favorite Taika Waititi's films. But I mean, I'm going to buy this and I'm going to watch it because I really enjoyed it. Um, but I think Taika didn't really get a good grasp of the Guardians, and I don't think he. There's just something off. There was just something off. The tone or or what they were looking. I don't know. It's, it's hard the to pace. See. It was totally. It's got to be pace. just the pace, right? It's got to just been the pace that that knocked it off for me a little bit. Because there was a dude like the beginning third of the movie is really badly paced, like I said. And the and yeah. there was a dude who fell asleep in the theater during the first third of the movie. When he woke up, he was totally fine. But I could <laughs> I understand that falling asleep in it. Not that it was boring, <laughs> but like if you weren't totally invested in it. You it made, was a lot. It was a lot. Um, I will say some of the best things about this. That kid who plays uh, Heindel's son, that is that is kid Idris Elba. Yeah, totally. That oh, is, I love that kid. That kid is kid Heindel. Idris Elba. Also, yeah. gotta love, gotta love Tyga's little, uh, Tyga's little um, commentary there of people not being able to 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 be okay with with. Um, the trans naming and whatnot of people changing their names. <laughs> I swear that was his little, that was his little nod there because he was uh, like, where, what, what, because he was that? like, he, he goes, uh, oh, it's, it's, uh, oh God, what is, um, what is little Heimdall's, uh, real name? Ast oh, I don't know. Astrid? Or uh, Astrid, yes. Astrid, something like, oh, yes. that is a strong Viking name. And he's yeah. like, no, I go by Axel now. He's like, no. You are Astrid or, or whatever it was. Yeah. Because it's a strong Viking name. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to call you that. And Korg's like, hey, it's Axel. Just He wants to be called Axel. Just go go with Axel. He's like, fine, Axel. And I loved it. The kid was like, oh, yeah, it's based on a name I heard from this old band that I really like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. Um, um, by the way, I thought that the last Axel that he said, a-hole. I and think, I, it I, made me laugh so hard. I may have misheard it, but it made me really laugh. The first I thought that I as well. I honestly <laughs> thought that as well. I thought that as well. Also, the part where Mighty Thor finally gets her catchphrase. And yes. she's like, eat, eat my. my. And I was like, Emma. she's going to say the A word. She's going to say, eat my. <laughs> and I was like, it's happening. It's happening in a Marvel movie. And the dude next to me, he's like, he's like, <gasps> Like you hear him gasp, and then yeah. she goes hammer, and he goes, "Oh God, I thought she was going to say something else." I was like, "I'm really uh, I thought she was gonna say something else," because <laughs> it would have worked. 
I, I, it it would have worked, but I did not think that was coming because uh, she's been trying to make fetch yeah. happen. I mean, make hammer happen for a little while. It was cute, actually. That was <laughs> it was I, really cute. One of my favorite scenes was that scene where she's trying to figure out her catchphrase. Um, and he's like, oh, this is my catchphrase. Uh, yeah. Like, oh, that's really good. Like, because they're kind of getting back together. Oh, there's more. There's like their chemistry. That's the other really thing. Good. I would have liked to have seen it like yes. happen more. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen uh, more romance because it would have made the end, you know. Although, although I, I'm going to say this a little better. This is the most emo- emotional Thor film. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. From the very beginning of Thor's uh, daughter dying. Yes. Which, you know me, I have a hard time with children dying in movies, period. Yeah. Um, but I just had a daughter, like, four days three days ago four days congratulations ago. uh and so this you know the daughter dying and it's like and the crappy part is it's just those it's such it's one of those um the the mist type of endings oh. so it's like he he is with her and they're trying to find he's praying to god his god like i need you please help us find water you know let it rain or something like that i need you and then she's like she's looking at him and he's smiling at her and she's like daddy i'm so tired and she dies in his arms and the next thing we see he's just laying in the dirt uh, or in the sand and he's buried her body and then he hears come to me and you see an oasis in the in the distance and at first i thought it's an oasis it's like he's dreaming this but it turns out it's actually where the god is it was, yeah and and it's chilling and there's actual water and he's drinking this water and it's like this whole like she just died and they were so close to this water source and then he's like sitting there eating that stuff and the god is there and he's like oh look at this one of my people blah 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 and you know of course this is where we get the whole where he's going to kill all the gods because this god sucks so much um I'm, I, I'll, you know one thing that they did gore dirty on is that gore is such a deeper character not deeper character gore is such a good character in the comic books Mm-hmm. uh and they just obviously comics can go farther you know you're invested for a year or so with these characters mm-hmm. um reading them that like on the movie screen you're only getting two hours again detriment to the fact that this movie was only two hours where it could have been three and we could have gotten more christian bale mm-hmm. um but his his motives worked for me yeah um, of course everything worked for me and and the the emotional scenes when they happened they worked so him with his daughter him uh you know the whole cancer thing really worked well uh especially like having her like she's like i want to go back to the lab and and kat dennings is thinking she wants to go to the lab to work on her work for for everyone else but actually she's trying to come up with a cure for her cancer yeah uh, and then having um, Skarsgård's character, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but uh, Kellen Skarsgård's character uh, leaving her a message being like, I'm so sorry. Like, if you just want to talk, like he's like straight up telling her, like, there is nothing we can do for you. Right. Um, which leads her, of course, to uh, Mjolnir. And, and I loved because that confused me at first. Right. Like she goes to Mjolnir. I'm sorry, I'm talking a lot. So if you ever just want to stop me, just no, you're me. good. You're good. Um, but when she goes to Mjolnir, by the way, by the way, my one of my favorite cameos in this movie is this scene. She goes to find Mjolnir, and the dude who is showing off Mjolnir to everybody is freaking Daryl from the little shorts where Thor had a roommate, Daryl. Oh, that's awesome. I and didn't I see like, that. Daryl, 
he's the guy showing off everything. It's like, that's so funny to me. <laughs> um, and also, of course, you get the Matt Damon, uh, Sam Neill. Yes. Uh, and then Luke Hemsworth cameo. Which I so appreciated that they brought in the Event Horizon reference with Sam Neill in the Yes, cast. yes. And I cannot, I'm so glad that they're bringing attention to that movie. Oh my gosh. That was fantastic. Uh, that it was, was great. so good. Um, but I, uh, and, and of course, having um, what's her face. Told the kid to watch it, by the way. Told like a young child who's not even out of high school to go watch Event Horizon and Interstellar. What's her name um, in this? I uh, can't remember. Melissa McCarthy playing Helen. Yeah. Yes. Was, oh my that God. Really that funny. cracked me up so much. That dude. was super funny. That was a good, a good little like, ha. Huh. Um, yeah. She goes to find Milner and then it, it pieces together and, and she becomes Mighty Thor. And I was like, oh, man, are they really going to just gloss over this? Like, she just suddenly gets Mjolnir. And then, of course, we later they tell us, which I kind of liked. But I thought at first I thought, oh, the pacing. And now they're just having stuff happen. And it's like, yeah. here's this. It's a MacGuffin. Um, and it's <laughs> like, oh, man. Um, but obviously, they give us the reasoning why later, which was nice. But I, I thought they were going to gloss over it. Like, all of a sudden, she could make Mjolnir go back together and, and, and Thor couldn't. Right. Um, but I did I did love the fact that they obviously cut a big chunk in the grass to bring that grass over because they couldn't pick up the pieces. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, him him testing himself to pick up Mjolnir. Yeah. So, and, oh, okay, good. and the whole thing <laughs> with Stormbreaker being jealous and it like oh, floating so randomly great. around him <laughs> and not working for him because it was pissed off at him. Yeah. Uh, so jealous of me in here yeah uh that was great I, I i liked um the little things that happened you know like the how they pieced it all together yeah. again pacing could have been way better that's gonna be my biggest complaint through this whole thing same here man uh you know i i did think that the comedy uh could have come off a little bit better but other than that i thought it was still such a great and funny film uh, even without the dialogue, this is still like a, a funny movie. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I have to recommend this movie. I, uh, with my scoring over here, I give it like a 90 uh, out of 100 or 9 out of 10, however you want to do it. And uh, yeah, I just, I think it's so good that how did you, anybody should check it out. How did you feel about um, them actually killing off Jane Foster? Uh, I did not like it. I mean, I thought it was uh, the stakes were honored, but I did. I really wanted more uh, out of Jane and Thor. That yeah, I, I kind of was hoping that at the end, the wish that he made was for Jane to be saved and for them to take on the daughter um, as like a kid, as their kid. Right. Yeah. That's what I was kind of hoping for. Jane dying. It obviously it brings up a. a bigger thing because the very end credit scene um which brought in my absolute favorite cameo yeah. um but you know you got the whole thing where she she floats off obviously she's turned to dust and so we know she's going to valhalla right yeah. you turn to dust oh, god you're going to valhalla sorry, the guy in the theater was um, talking through the scene sorry oh um but <laughs> uh thor i it made me laugh because I was like, oh, they never showed us Thor Love and Thunder. And why do they call this Love and Thunder anyway? And then you find out it's because their nicknames now is G Gore's daughter is going to fight alongside Thor 
and she is love and he is thunder so they call them love and thunder which was cute yeah. i thought that was actually cute and i really like that scene where he's trying to get her ready and she's like no i want to wear these and he's like fine fine yeah. <laughs> like it's yeah. like i know that i do that with my son i get that exactly. <laughs> uh so that was really funny um but of course the ending uh we get two credit you get one credit scene and the mid credit scene was uh oh i have to bring this up korg and uh, the dude that he meets to have a son with or a daughter oh, with. Yes. That is funny. <laughs> to make a baby. Uh, to make a baby. Um, what was the mid-credits scene? Uh, was uh, it, uh, is it Hercules? Hercules. Yeah. yeah, so we thought that Zeus was dead. Thor does this, the, one of the most badass scenes of the movie. Thor yeah. gets so pissed off because Zeus just uh, essentially what he thought was killed Korg. And Zeus throws the lightning bolt down at Thor and Thor grabs it and just throws it right back through him, goes yeah. right through Zeus, and then they steal the um the lightning bolt. Such an awesome scene of this movie. Russell Crowe playing a great Zeus. Well, also the use of the lightning bolt. I love that he could separate it and yes. use it as like uh, I forget what they're called the the it's like uh, Raphael's weapon. Yeah, a uh, scythe. Scythe. So, yeah, scythes. Yeah, seeds. Not scythe. Like it's like a scythe. Scythe, I think. Yeah, something like that. And uh, yeah, he uses it to like breaks it in half, use it as size. And then, uh, oh my gosh, just every way they use the lightning bolt because the way the, the kind of funny thing is that the lightning bolt is not as, as impressive by itself as it should seem. Yeah. Like it's size and it's shape. It's just kind of like generic. Yeah. Uh, but then the way that they use it makes, makes it amazing. Yeah, Russell Crowe playing Zeus though is hysterical. Him like trying to show off. Yeah, and his accent is pretty hilarious. Oh, it's oh, it's freaking hysterical. <laughs> the Greek, the Greek, like not even yeah. like speaking correct English. Yeah, uh, uh, it was funny. Um, <laughs> he was pretty funny. And then the very end credits, we get this really great scene of um, of Jane Foster uh, materializing in Valhalla, and who greets her is Heimdall, Idris Elba, all yes. Heimdall out. And he was like, if you want, you're welcome here in Valhalla. And it's just this really, it, it's kind of a beautiful scene. And I don't know if that means we're going to get more from that. Yeah. Uh, or if it's just a nice little, like, this is where she ends up. Um, and I'd be okay with either one. Like, if they could somehow... I'm not okay with her being dead right now. <laughs> well, I want to see more Mighty Thor, for sure, because she was an awesome Mighty Thor. Uh, the way that when she could throw the um, Mjolnir and then have it break apart into pieces yes, and hit other people and then come back that together. That was so cool. Shrapnel Mjolnir. <laughs> how she helped take out uh, Gore's uh, sword yes uh which is so good that was pretty cool yeah the it's like it's like it just broke it down inside the hammer yeah and then melted she it down with yeah. the pressure so it's cool. great um i you said you recommend the movie i i do too i recommend it i don't i don't think you should listen to the critics on this one um yeah i think this is one to go in with if you like the marvel movies you're gonna like this yeah. uh it, it unless was, it's like your the first marvel movie you're ever gonna watch then no. maybe don't start here but because you're not going to get anything it's not the best marvel movie but it's a fun one and if thor doesn't need to be serious the thor movies don't need to be serious we've already shown that the thor movies don't really work serious dark world didn't really work 
the first Thor is just kind of okay, unless you talk to Lance about it. I think if we did a uh, a serious movie now, it would work. But yeah, when we first came into Thor, like I don't think any of us thought Thor was going to play the part that he was, plays now the uh, first... in the Mar- MCU. And so like it being so, ser- so serious so early on was kind of like, come on, you know, like, you know, but now we're we're getting into this like dude comedy. He's being his own person, it but if there's some reason he needs to like check himself for her before he riggedy wrecks himself. <laughs> uh, you know that would be really cool to see a serious like funny Thor go to serious. Yeah, uh, for a time now it would work, but before it was like, well, you're just trying to be serious to boost the credibility of your movie, right. and that doesn't necessarily just like automatically boost you up. Right. Well, it's you don't always need such a dark, serious story. And Thor is like a nice uh, kind of like outside of that all too serious realm, which is really nice. I mean, we're getting into like goofy gods and stuff. It kind of when you get there, when you're getting out in the in this gods and, and being able to do this magical stuff, like it kind of it kind of works to have it be silly in a way. Yeah. Um, you can still take a lot of it seriously. Like I did like the mid credit scene with Hercules, like Zeus, yeah, we thought was dead. And he was like, Hercules, you need to take out Thor, which is really cool because it sets up the rivalry between uh, Thor and Hercules. Um, also, there'd be a cool, I, I really imagined a really cool uh, tie-in with the Eternals. They, uh, they we, saw the, we saw the, the gods. Yeah. We yeah, saw so. the, the gods outside in the, in, in, just from that. Yep. And so I would love to see where the Eternals and like Thor mashup in another movie that would be so cool and that would be the good serious movie because the Eternals are extremely that's a very serious stone Uh uh-huh uh so that would be a good one to like make Thor mature and yeah come into his own oh yeah I'm good with that um go see it guys passengers guys and gals uh it was definitely worth uh my time in the theater I wish I spent more time in the theater watching it though same uh it's worth a buy Oh yeah, this is getting bought immediately. Okay. Always drag to never, Mark. Chris okay. Hemsworth. Natalie Portman. Christian Bale. Oh, this one's actually really hard. Yeah, I thought so too. Um, when I was putting it together, I was like, oh god, I I almost put Tessa Thompson in there. I was like, it kind of would have made it a little bit easier. Yeah. Uh, but for Chris Hemsworth, Natalie Portman, and Christian Bale, it's really hard because all three uh, of them are heavy hitters, and I like yeah. seeing all of them in movies same um but i think i'm gonna go with um oh god it's just it's also gonna be a mood thing because christian bale is a certain mood right <laughs> like when you watch his movies it's like a mood for the most part uh yeah, like the machinist you really gotta be in a mood for that. yeah and like that new one that's coming out that he's gonna be in amsterdam looks really oh good. yeah uh-huh. that movie looks freaking amazing yeah um i'm going with always Always Chris Hemsworth, because I feel like I could just always watch a Chris Hemsworth movie. Like, it's just easy to turn on and watch. Mm-hmm. Drag to Christian Bale, and I'm sorry to Natalie Portman. Mine's very similar, but my reason for putting Chris Hemsworth in the uh, drag to is the, your exact same reason. Like, if somebody's like, hey, I'm going to pop on this movie, 
it, like I can watch those movies anytime. So I'll be like, all right, cool. It doesn't really matter what mood I'm in. I'll watch that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, and you never know when somebody's going to pop on a movie. Right. Right. Uh, so, it, but uh, because man, I just think Christian Bale is amazing. He is truly amazing. Um, he's going to be my always. Okay. And Natalie Portman, God, I love you, but uh, you're hilarious. You're talented, but um you know typically she plays plays a supporting role right sure and so that's why she's in my trying to not oh. so not so much is Hensworth going never no no no. she's in my sorry in my never that's why she's okay. my never okay sorry i misspoke i'm sorry i was like gonna be like what no 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 Hemsworth uh, no drag too but i you know what all day long i could watch the natalie portman snl rap yeah exactly there, there are things that i could totally watch uh and your highness you know that's funny she's you know, getting been your highness so long since i've watched this that I, I i've actually thought the other day i need to watch your highness again yeah uh, i think i watched it like two or three months ago yeah still still tracks it's funny still tracks uh <laughs> you know what else tracks what's that our sponsor Ooh. all right passengers let's go to our birthday and our news uh as we've talked about it the past two or three weeks we've changed it up a little bit so from July 10th to July 16th, we have, uh, oh my gosh, how do you say his first name? Uh, Chitwell? Chitwell, I think you're right. Chitwell, uh, Ijafor, Greg Grunberg, Michelle Rodriguez, Harrison Ford, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Forrest Whitaker, and Corey Feldman. Uh, you know, let's do a quick little, we'll do Harrison Ford and we'll do Corey Feldman. Sounds good. Uh, Harrison Ford, we love him, right? Like for years. Feels about saying. They are our years. whole life. Uh, yeah, I think, God, he's been around our whole life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the day this man passes is going to be a very sad day. Yeah. Um, earth will crack. I'm excited, uh, hesitantly excited for the next uh, Indiana Jones. Oh, of course. Uh, I mean, anything's going to be better than the Crystal Skull. Which I hope so. I think Crystal Skull has aged better than, uh, than when it came out you know um i i still i just kind of imagined a different actor in a certain role uh but uh, I, yeah so i but i still like the movie it's just that it, it it's just the delivery i uh, it really I like the, it had a leg cut out from i like from the first Madrid. half i don't like the second half at all I um, like the second half, but it's, you know me, I'm all about UFO conspiracy. Sure. I, I would just stuff, have liked so. to have seen it differently. I don't know. It's uh, same. I would have liked to have seen different elements embellished. It could more. have been different. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I love Harrison Ford, man. Uh, what Lies Beneath is still one of my oh, favorites. Oh, that is such a good one. Uh, you know what movie? What what Harrison Ford movie have you never seen that everyone always says you should see? Are there, are there any you watch a lot of more movies i mean there's I a lot of movies that i have not seen of his but, but i'm going the big one for me is air force one never seen you it. haven't seen air force one never seen air force one get off my podcast my podcast <laughs> 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 i'll kick you out of a plane but get off my plane uh no I've, I've never seen it it's just like it's oh just my like god I've, just like i've never seen braveheart and everyone's like oh my god you've never seen braveheart no and at this point i don't know want to watch you it. haven't seen braveheart no because everyone is like you they give me that and i don't want to watch it anymore 
So somebody was like, you haven't seen Clerks 3 yet? That's different. That's I'm different. Gonna, <laughs> I'm just going to start saying, you haven't seen Clerks 3? <laughs> You're like never going to see it. Move on really fast now. <laughs> okay. Um, love, we love you, Harrison Ford. Uh, Corey Feldman, right? We absolutely yes. love Corey Feldman. The man, the myth, the legend. Uh, which is so not saying that he is Ford. anywhere near as talented as Harrison Ford. No, no nowhere no. near as talented as Harrison no, Ford. But we love him. We love. Uh, but we love the '80s films that he did, right? Like yeah. Lost Boys, uh, which is getting a 4K Steelbook release, which I can't wait to pick up. Yeah. Uh, also, they just announced Fright Night, which I love that movie too. But hey, that's not Corey Feldman. Um, you met Corey Feldman though, which I'm really jealous about. I did, I did at the Arlington Fan Days. I think it was like 2011 too, because I think it I was, was in a, Korea. Yeah, for real. Yeah, it was like, oh man, you can't be here. Guess who I met? Uh, yeah, you were totally in. Korea. And you met him on his way out of the venue, like he uh, he was no, leaving or something. Well, he was packing up his table, and uh, that we were on the the right side where it was like all of the erotic. Uh, yeah. people were but he's right there at the opening and i guess so he would be there uh so yeah I, I'm, I'm like oh my god you know like nobody's at his table he's there but it totally looks like he's packing up and i'm just like oh my god like i, I gotta i gotta do this i gotta like i can't miss this so yeah i i, I got one of his prints i don't even think he charged me for it uh uh, or wait, maybe I bought his print and then he autographed it for free, uh, something like that. And uh, then we took a picture together, like, and it's a terrible picture because it was taken on like a razor flip phone, uh-huh. <laughs> but, it, but it works. Um, but yeah, I, I have his standby me autograph on my shelf right here to this day. I and uh, yeah, it was a great experience. He was a really nice guy, uh, power shorty. I, I swear we were like not that far off in height from each other um the dude yeah, it's great is performing with his band at the rail club in fort worth on august oh 19th. i played there that's so cool uh i would really go watch that i'm really kind of like thinking about it now how much are mm. what day august 19th why are they it's a Friday. Hmm. So, oh, it's 20 bucks general admission. Oh, that's worth it. What is ADV? <clears throat> oh, advanced and at the door. Okay. For 125 bucks, you can do a meet and greet with him. Hmm. He will sign as many things as you want him to sign as long as you bought them at the merch booth. Oh. <laughs> That's funny though, yeah. but yeah, see that type that tracks with my story. Like, if you buy his merch, you'll autograph it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, let's let's move on to some of the news. All right. Um, okay. There's not a lot of news, and this one. No news is good news, people in this day and age. Sometimes house party, <laughs> the house party reboot movie that they've been talking about that was going to be an HBO Max original. Um, it seems like another company may have bought the rights to it, and so HBO Max may not have it anymore. It's oh wow! Re- it's been removed completely from their schedule. Not like that's a big, big deal, but it's kind of like I don't know. Maybe you were a huge House Party fan, and you're like, I it's need more. <laughs> I need more kid and play. Uh, 
he was really cool. I've met him too. He did stand up here at Hyenas and that was uh, here in Fort Worth. And that was so cool. He actually did like the the move they do in the, the about, secret uh, handshake. Kid, the one with the flat yeah. top, tall hair. Yes. Yeah, I didn't mean not me play. Sorry. He looks very old. Uh no, he just looks pale. He's like he's very light complected. Huh. Uh uh, so uh, but that could just be being in nightclubs all the time from doing stand-up. <laughs> Never see the sun. Dude, that dude's hair was so tall. I also forgot that they were a rap group too. Kid and play. Yeah, yeah, of course. Anyway, that's funny. Yeah. Um, Prey, the prequel to Predators or Predator or all of the Predator films, yes, uh, is going to premiere at SDCC. So, did you say prequel or? It's a prequel. Oh, hmm. It's like a way back in the day prequel. You know, you know, you know what I would like. It's like as much as they keep giving us these, like, here's a Predator story in the world of Predator. Here's a Predator story. Why don't you give me a story of how <laughs> Predators started doing what they were doing? So, yeah, like, what got them going on to, like, eugenics and space travel? Like, yeah. that stuff? Yeah. yeah, totally. I'd be interested in that. That would, I would be super interested. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm not interested in Prey. Prey looks really cool. Well, I'm hoping those are the things we see in Prey. But, but I, I mean, you're right on the, you hit the nail on the head there. Um, especially if it's a prequel. I would really like it if, you know, they were, like, just forming their space travel. And, yeah, they've had, like, a, a war culture going on there. But now they figured out how to time travel rather. Or this is this is where travel? Hollywood pisses me off. Hmm. Is it? And we've talked they never about give this. you exactly what you want. We've that? talked about this before. <laughs> we've had this exact conversation, honestly. Is it is about the, the Harley Quinn movies? No, it's the fact <laughs> that they keep giving us these movies where you have to have human characters to relate. Oh, so I know the family how, thing, right? How awesome would aliens versus predator have been had it just straight up been the aliens versus the predators yeah totally or what about uh predators where all of a sudden we had to have the kid and like the 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 family the broken family broken home family you're dynamic about, you're talking about predators the, the, the predator. most recent one the isn't it called the predator no it's just called predators i thought no predators is the one that uh was in the jungle with um, oh my bad yeah so the predator my bad predator yeah you're right you're right so uh but yeah that one it's like why why did we have to have why are we forcing this broken home dynamic into every movie see and that's my that's my issue why do we have to have this human dynamic i get it they're thinking that oh because there's a human will feel more emotional value to it or emotional attachment i go to the movies to get away from human dynamics i for a predator (laughs) movie predator versus alien it could have just been so cool. Like, hell, you don't even need any talking in that. If you could, not like, a bit. If just, you just had the straight up, like, it's the true, predators sorry. and they're, <laughs> I don't know. They could have done something. Hell, it could have been subtitles. Mm-hmm. And I'd have been okay with it. But yeah. no, they, they don't do that to, uh, they just, uh, yeah, I could totally, I mean, all predator is the subtitles because he speaks in a completely different language, but they're speaking. Yeah, so, so I would to- I would totally read subtitles that whole time. So it shouldn't be dumb. No. Hell, give them give them little things that connect to them. They had the predator talk in this last movie. Uh, that's true. So, and in the first one, what? Nah. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. And um, he laughs. Right. Exactly. I don't know. Just 
Although I do have to say that Predator is pretty perfect. That first movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, yeah, totally. Pretty perfect. Um, same thing with the Alien. The first two Alien films are perfect. Uh, that, you could put humans in there, but that's the whole story. But if you're going to give me a prequel to Predator, give me a reason why the Predators, they've, they've been breeding the aliens yeah. because they want to hunt them on different planets. Yeah. Give me, what, give me that story. I would love to see them fight the animals that they combined to make alien the give me the first hunt and like how it goes wrong right right yeah because they're they're, they never go they never all go 100 percent yeah give me give me that first hunt where they put aliens on the planets and then they go after the aliens and the aliens f them up right give me that man because those aliens are scary they are so scary they have acid blood and they're fast yeah that story there's like 10 when they're running at you against like 10 aliens or or maybe it's like like the hunger games they've been doing this for years and you have like the one where they've got like the bull alien and they've got like the the dog alien and all that stuff you got the guy with really big pearly white teeth announcing the whole thing yeah um and then last but not least in the news uh e3 has been like all um online the last few years uh and and they're finally coming back in person next year which people are asking why e3 is being of course the big electronics gaming event yeah 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 most people announce everything that's coming playstation nintendo they don't even want to be part of that anymore so it's like why are you why yeah Yeah. (laughs) system on the rise over here you know what e3 if you want to send pop culture elevator to the event okay prove me wrong yeah for free yeah we will spread your praises <laughs> hey, we're not easily so deserved we're not we'll spread your praises beforehand after the event if it's not good we're telling it's gonna you be, it's, it's gonna good. be true yeah <laughs> whatever comes out after it's on you <laughs> it's a mother father bloodbath yeah mother father carcass baby what's going on here that cracks me up i actually really want to see that movie i'm not gonna yeah. see it in theaters but i do want to see it mostly because of that line yeah hopefully <laughs> it goes to paramount plus really fast and then i can watch it there yeah yeah anyway well let's hear a word from our sponsor all right hey mark today's sponsor is harry garth howard's hgh supply co uh, that feels very on the nose as a name, but I do know that Harry Garth Howard is legit. Legit enough to get you buff like Thor. Special for our passengers, if you go to Harry and let him measure your muscles, he'll give you a big discount. That is, as long as you let him measure you every time you pick up more HGH. <laughs> That's awesome. Thanks, Harry Garth Howard's HGH Supply Co. Thanks. All right, passengers. Here we are with the elevator pitch, new and improved. It's my favorite now. I actually get excited about the new elevator pitch because it's different and it's exciting. And we've did the other one for four, uh, what, three and a half seasons-ish. Uh-huh. So yeah. now we're on uh, here to do this. And of course, uh, we roll a dice, a dice on the internet, um, and one through three. One gets you a reboot, two gets a remake, three gets a sequel. Mark, you have rolled a three. So Ooh, you're doing a, a sequel. sequel. And your four random movies that you can pick from. You can do a sequel to the 2017 Baywatch. Okay. You could do a sequel to the 1998 Darren Aronofsky film Pie. 
you could do a sequel to Cars 2, or you could do a sequel to the 2010 film Devil, the one that takes place in the elevator. Oh. So I have my band had has had. It's it remains to be seen. A song called uh, Death Elevator, and it's based on this movie Devil. You say half. Do you still do oh. the song, or you guys have released? It. The song? I don't know if you know this. So we lost our bassist. You told me that, I think, but you didn't tell me. Ex- oh, oh, what you're saying is you don't know if you have a band anymore. Yeah, exactly. We're on oh, hiatus okay. Okay. while we search for a bassist or whatever happens next. I understand that. Very understand. sad right now. I'm sorry. I love Doug. Doug was the best. He's leaving us. Do it, Doug! Yes! Anyway. Oh, man. All right, I'm sorry. I did We're that procrastinating, to catch sir. It. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> well, the good thing is I wasn't, like, thinking about it. So Go it's listen. Cheap. <laughs> to Creatures of Chemicals album on Spotify. They got yes. a song called Devil Elevator. Death. Oh, wait, Death Elevator, Death sorry. Elevator, yeah. Now you got me getting it wrong. Go listen to that on Spotify. That's what he's trying to tell you. I spot yeah. you there. There you go. You got your one spot from uh from there you go. It's it's like one of our worst songs, but thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh all right. Sequel to Devil. Uh that's where so- you're going. You're going devil. Yeah, I really thought you were going Baywatch. No. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Oh, okay. <laughs> just joking. So uh, the security guard survives, right? At the end, it's been forever. I forgot what it was in his story. All right, the next one is the ghost possessed Willy Wonka's omnidirectional elevator. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just, okay we're going with that you don't okay. have to you do, <laughs> what you, you do you you do you this is your your elevator pitch uh you know what okay you know we're just gonna go with this as like an ad lib thing all right the omnidirectional elevator is possessed by the ghost of slugworth and he's pissed about Willy wonka winning his battle to get all the recipes so wait so we, we <laughs> We've so got in the crossover territory at this yeah, point. Yeah, big time. You made you. We went with the first fact. So. It's an elevator, I guess. It, so I'm, I'll let you have it. It's an omnidirectional elevator. So Slugworth waits for the unsuspecting Willy Wonka to go in to said elevator, and he starts to torment him in a number of Oompa Loompas, uh, as many that can fit in this elevator comfortably or semi comfortably. And uh, yeah, the Oompa Loompas start dying they start dying for like little sins that you know like oh i stole a whole bunch of cocoa beans and i wasn't supposed to when we were back in the village or i came back and uh i spit shined the floor instead of actually using water or something like that uh and they all you know loompa loompas are dying facing their sins and whatnot as uh this uh elevator would have you do and uh you know slugworth is actually found to be righteous in the fact that Willy Wonka has actually stolen a couple, a couple of his recipes. <clears throat> like, uh, it wasn't exactly stolen. It's like he did a lawsuit and, you know, the countersuit that Willy Wonka, it ended up giving him rights to things that weren't his, but it was like, all right, all intellectual property is stolen. So now that's Wonka's. And so it got lumped in. So he's pissed that his product is being sold as a Wonka product regardless. Um, plus all of the animosity between them just being rivals in general. So uh, yeah, so Willy Wonka 
has to come to terms and apologize to Slugworth in this omnidirectional elevator, which is taking a trip through the Willy Wonka tunnel, by the way, just to make it that much scarier. And uh, yeah, so Willy Wonka, in the end, apologizes and befriends Slugworth's ghost. All right. So it works, I think. <laughs> that started off as a complete joke, but it was like, all right, let's, let's work with this. <laughs> it works, I guess. I mean, I, I don't know if I would see it or not. I'm not 100% sure I'd be on board, but uh, okay, cool. <laughs> cool. Let's do it. That's my pitch. I'm sticking to it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Can't wait till we get a, a, a reboot. We got a remake. We've gotten sequels. We haven't reboot yet. Of Devil? No, no. I'm talking about just in our elevator pitches. Oh, I know, right? No, Devil. Devil went nowhere, which is sad because I actually really like Devil. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, it's kind of a one-off, though. It, well, what was supposed to happen? Yeah, no. I don't need a sequel to Devil. What was supposed to happen was um, was that uh, M. Night Shyamalan was going to do a series of films, right? This is an M. Night Shyamalan. It's oh, that's Shyamalan. right. It was an M. Night Shyamalan story. He created the story, and then the challenge was a brand new director would come in and uh, write the script and film the movie. Yes. And all these stories based on M. Night Shyamalan's short stories. Uh-huh. Um, and that was the whole thing, right? Uh, and it just, it never went anywhere. I was really sad about that because I was excited. I was like, oh my gosh, we could get a we could really get this really cool universe. Mm-hmm. Um, but they never, they never went anywhere. Uh, yeah, it, that's right. Oh, it was so sad. Cause I remember looking forward to it for at least like three years. Right. And then I, they tanked it and we're like, Oh, I wish I remembered what, uh, um, what the next one was supposed to be. I remember knowing like all of those, like I used to know. Like, yeah. Let's see. I'm trying to see who the director. We've repressed it. It was a, it was a tough time. We were like, oh yeah. See, even the director went on to do some cool stuff though, because he went on to do. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to go to his filmography. He's got a lot of writing credits. Uh, are they remaking Friday Night Lights? But sorry, why are they remaking Friday Night Lights already? What came out? In they can't leave anything alone, dude. Are you serious? It's annoying. When did it come out? 2004 it's been i'm not gonna say it i mean it's been a while <laughs> it's been a while i was it's a classic <laughs> i was living i was living in abilene uh when they were filming no. that in abilene shut up yeah you're a freshman uh no i was a yeah, freshman you're sophomore oh no you're two years ahead of me you're a sophomore that's right sophomore or junior depending on when they no it, was, it would have been a sophomore when they were filming it uh, uh, when, it, when it came out, I would have been like a junior. No. Junior, maybe. Depends on what part of the year. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. Um, but he did as as above. Wait a so minute. Below. I thought they came out when you were in Odessa. No. Uh, 2004, dude, I believe. Okay. okay. I watched it for my first time in Odessa. That's what happened. Okay, got it. I, don't, I honestly don't care for that movie at all, but I love the TV series. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought the show is what you liked. The show's yeah. great. Movie's not meh. <laughs> Meh. Yeah, dude. I, I wish we got more um of those M Night Shyamalan stories. God, does it say it at the top of the poster? It was God, it was gonna be called The Night Chronicles. 
the Night Chronicles begin, is what it says. So let's look at the Night Chronicles. The Night Chronicles. Oh, that's a book series. Maybe if I type stuff in right. Lower budget, self-contained horror movies produced by M. Night Shyamalan. Hmm. And they just... It was supposed to be called Reincarnate, and it was supposed to shoot in 2013. Um, 12. It was actually it was originally going to be called Twelve Strangers. What's it? What was it about? Tell me what it's about. <laughs> uh, we don't know if that will be the release title it's about a jury discussing a case dealing with the supernatural love it actually I kind of want to be in for that yeah that's it cool okay anyway sorry passengers I got down a little rabbit hole there because <laughs> Uh, I actually would have been interested in in more The Night Chronicles. Maybe one day they'll do it. Yeah. I doubt it. I doubt it. You know what I am excited for? Mm. Do you know what starts tomorrow? What's that? What we do in the shadows. Yeah. I get to catch up on the last season. Oh, it's so good. <clears throat> I think we've got like so three you don't know that, You don't know what happened in the ending. No, I do not. Oh, okay. I won't say anything. It's amazing. I do so many rewatching. I can't so many rewatches. I can't keep up with. The Stop culture. rewatching stuff. And actually watch <laughs> something. It's my comfort food. Okay, Danny. Thank you for listening to Pop Culture Elevator. We love you, passengers. And remember, if you want to contact us, you can reach us at popcultureelevator at gmail.com, Instagram at popcultureelevator, Twitter at PCE Podcast, and our Facebook page www.facebook.com/slash popcultureelevator. Thank you again for listening. We will see you next Wednesday.